All right, everybody. Are you ready for a spectacular show? Introduce the original bad hombre, the amazing nerd, the hardest working Antifa boys on George Soros's payroll. With Pablo Morale Martinez and Ernesto Mancibo, only on Radio Free Brooklyn. Back again. We are back again. <laughs> <laughs> back again! <laughs> oh, God. We were somewhere, probably where the Backstreet Boys were when they were away and then thus announced that they were back again. Um, yes, that's right. We were in that same place. We can't say what it is, but, you know, it's a cross between uh, the back rooms and Candyland. So, yes, right. <laughs> we call it um, Candy Rooms. <laughs> that that has so many um, uh that could be so many things, you know, like, yeah, I know really good or really bad or both. <laughs> yeah, it's really slippery. <laughs> it gets real dirty and musty and it's not really nice. <laughs> um, But yes, we are back again, back again with another hard hitting episode of the Robots versus Texas program. I am your co-host, Pav. And I'm E. And you've joined us on the only program that mixes politics and pop culture with equal measure. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> we really appreciate having you all a uh, handful of folks <laughs> that listen. I mean, honestly, send us a sign. You're listening, folks. We're out here in limbo. We, we need to know that this is not just a fever dream of two uh, Brooklyn Latinos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Please write us a review on iTunes. We're begging you, <laughs> begging you for a review on iTunes um, or hit us up on one of our many uh, social media platforms. We are on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, although we don't update uh, Facebook as much. We do update Instagram a lot. So, um, yeah, drop us a line. But mostly write us up a review on iTunes. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> have you uh, have you been watching the news? Huh? Have you been uh, watching? I'm not gonna do a Jay Leno impression. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> don't do it. Don't, don't go there. <laughs> I don't have the chin muscles uh, to yeah. do it. Um, yeah. Have you? First of all, I I've been seeing the advertisements, the postings of the January six uh, committee hearings uh, that have been advertised for for quite some time now. And when the first night came up, I just happened to catch, you know, a notification. They were just like, it's on tonight, you know. Um, and I kind of felt like a, a quick pang of excitement, almost like it was. Um, do you remember as a kid when they would do a WWF uh, main event? Uh, it's basically yes. <laughs> yes. when they would put wrestling on, but at night. Like, yes, it'd be on a Saturday night and you'd be like, holy shit, I only watch this at noon on Saturdays, you know, and uh, and it would just send a, a bolt of electricity through my young body. 
And uh, I kind of felt that a little bit with this, which was inexplicable because I'm not <laughs> I'm not that big of a fan of, you know, government. <laughs> no, neither am I. I was I was very surprised. I caught the ABC version. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they got they got a um, an anchor man there that is like uh, he's kind of like a. He looks like he's like an ex-Calvin Klein model Mm -hmm. (laughs) with the well-coiffed gelled hair to perfection. And but this time, usually um, he, he, you know, the makeup job on him is is good. But in like on this broadcast, for some reason, um, they did a horrible makeup job on him and he looks like he got punched in the nose. (laughs) So the whole time I'm just like, this is so weird. but but yeah no I I, I I caught the the January sixth committee uh, um, you know the broadcast and I was surprised that they got it, they uh, had it there on prime time and they they made it very cin I, I know that they, this was a conscious choice to make it as cinematic as possible mm. in order to get people's attention to like hey hey this huge thing happened. And uh, we're competing against streaming media. You know, we're competing against Stranger Things. We're competing against the boys. But hey, look, look here, <laughs> public. You know, look at this shiny, cinematic, you know, editing style. In order for uh, you know, in order for us to compete and let you know that this huge thing happened in American history. I you know? thought that was actually a pretty smart move. Uh, the way they formatted yeah, those videos and also putting it on prime time. I was just like everybody's going to watch this and to do it on a Thursday I thought was the best because it's it's like it's not quite Friday when you know everybody's just getting back from work they want to go the fuck out or get blasted on whatever liquor they have left in their cabinet fermenting in like you know a dark bowl of potatoes and they're just like no no people are still kind of responsible mostly to this point Um, so let's do it now and we're going to make it slick and we're going to make it emotional. And I was just like, huh, this was actually a really good move. I mean, people are talking about it. The Nielsen ratings have been saying that 20 million people tuned into this. They should. You know, it like it sucks that they really have to play the 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 whole theatrical aspect of it. Mm-hmm. It feels kind of manipulative. Um, ooh, mood lighting. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, just I, I, I kept looking at my own picture in, uh, in our um, call here and I just kept imagining these giant hands emerging from behind me and like pulling me into the darkness. And, <laughs> into the darkness. And that'd be our, the last wow. episode. <laughs> <laughs> or well, I mean, or we just, have been attacked. I'm sorry. We have been attacked by bears before. So, well, you have. But uh, I ran yeah. I ran away, you know, because true. Somebody had to tell the story. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm like the third, cl- third or fourth cologne. Yeah, it's true. Um, it's like we're doing it El Adventure Colone. Brothers. I'm sorry, we're doing it yeah, Adventure Brothers right. style. You know. <laughs> yeah, you get me out. I'm all sinewy, uh, sinewy, and I'm like, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> takes a while for the skin to grow in <laughs> oh god Mem- memories to take hold oh i'm actually mentally visualizing that now it's like that's so fucking horrific it's disturbing it <laughs> really disturbing. is oh god 
But I think after several clones, I'd probably just start to fuck with you, you know, just start pretending like, you know, Neo, we finally got you out. You're like, huh? I'm just <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no wonder. No wonder. Like, I'm, I, I sometimes suspect I'm like the 48th in a series because I'm just you're just like, you have to make the jump. And I'm like, uh, uh, and I just <laughs> jump off the fucking roof. Turn into like pasta fazoo, uh, just like on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, Got to get my jollies somehow. I know, dude. Let me let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so with regards to the whole January sixth committee, do you think? And. Uh, do you think that all these resources and all these the efforts to put together this committee do you think it's it's ultimately going to reach some kind of goal because we've seen this shit before Mm -hmm. right where they go after trump and then the republicans try to block it and then nothing happens and then it's just a it's a waste of resources and i'm not saying that they shouldn't go after trump they should but I mean, like, if the system itself is corrupt, if they're putting together a committee to submit all this evidence to the Justice Department, right? Mm-hmm. The Justice Department, who was, you know, for four years, it was basically Trump's, like, it, it was just a, a, a an, another uh, uh, manipulation tactic by Trump. Mm-hmm to to basically uh put the screws to anybody that opposed him he basically used the justice department as his own personal kind of you know uh i don't want to get say gestapo because that's way too extreme uh he he just manipulated them Mm -hmm. the, the justice department to his own ends so if we're if the committee the january 6th committee is putting all this effort into submitting a case is do you think that these are resources well spent i think that they're resources well spent but they're not resources spent in the way that they should be um and i'll put it this way uh with things like uh the Mueller report and other such efforts on behalf of uh democrats I'd, i'd like to say also on behalf of you know just doing what's right but you know let's Let's just keep our eyes on what the present day is. Uh, it was the Democrats who basically pushed the Mueller report. Um, it brought to light certain things that started other wheels turning. It didn't automatically turn into a, the slam dunk we were hoping. <laughs> it, it would be, you know, where, um, you know, Trump would be let out of the White House in handcuffs. But I think it did something in regards to galvanizing the left and to a certain extent the center into showing that holy shit we know that there's a lot of corruption in politics but this guy is like nakedly corrupt he doesn't even want to pretend um at a certain level of legitimacy and i feel like what it did probably not to design but definitely in our favor is that um I mean, famously, I, a lot of people heard that when when Trump heard that uh, Mueller uh, was investigating uh, Trump, 
uh, he was kind of freaked out. He was just like, this is the end of my presidency. Um, this is what insiders in the White House said of, of Trump at the time. And then when that didn't happen, when it wasn't like this uh, super dramatic end where he's uh, let out in chains, it emboldened him. And we got Ukraine. We got um, a lot of the shit that he said that emboldened white supremacists in this country. And I think ultimately it it tanked his brand faster than he was probably going to tank his own brand on his own. And I feel that that led all of that accumulated to what we got in 2020, where we got um where despite having Joe Biden as a candidate, he still pulled it out and won by as much a margin, if not more, than Trump did in 2016. Um, that's how I feel about these uh, January 6 hearings. I don't think that it's going to be like at the end, it's going to be a dramatic like, and now I'm going to bring in the, the, the final witness Vladimir Putin, who has all the paperwork of their collusion, you know, it's not going to be. Yeah, no, I know. It's not going to be yeah. anything like that. But I feel like it's going to highlight in many ways for many people just how absolutely corrupt and organized the January 6th riots were. Because uh, there's been this counter narrative, which any person with half a brain wouldn't believe. But we do know that this country has a lot of people with half a brain or less. Um that it wasn't just this random confluence of circumstances that led to a riot. This was very much organized by people in Trump's cabinet, by um, white supremacist groups. There was a lot of intention here. And if the January 6th committee is successful enough in highlighting that and illustrating that, I think it'll show people that this guy is a real piece of shit who's going to destroy the country if he gets anywhere near power if he gets near a fucking power strip for a fucking computer like don't let him plug in a well, screen this guy is that dangerous well you know the the there was the whole the, before the january 6th committee before the this this uh broadcast there was the whole like hubbub over oh no elon musk is possibly going to let trump get back into twitter mm. And um, looking now at the January 6th committee and the videos of how whenever Trump would tweet, when he tweeted that day on January 6th, uh, his tweets were read out loud via loudspeaker uh, <laughs> to um, the members of the invader of the invading white supremacists, white supremacist insurrection. Mm. Like they would, they would read his tweets aloud via loudspeaker to like their, the ilk, mm -hmm. you know? And, uh, and I was like, it, it, it dawned on me, it, it dawned on me and, uh, you know, producer of the show, uh, Sabrina, that, um, that Twitter is one of the most powerful forces that was at his command. And I know um, friend of the show, Jamie Verami, frequent guest friend of the show, Jamie Verami, would argue against this. He would say that, no, uh, Twitter, isn't, you know, Twitter isn't as powerful as you make it out to be. And I, I think now to that moment when I saw his tweets being read aloud, that 
it is like it is so powerful mm. for him to have that that platform for him to reach millions upon like well not millions uh, like hundreds of his followers who are itching for a fight there was this whole like remember there was part of the broadcast that that dealt with the fact that the proud boys were establishing a perimeter around washington dc like they were like are they brought in guns and they were storing them in fridges mm -hmm. and then they were just like all right if shit goes down if he gives the word we're going to establish a perimeter around washington dc mm. um and i th i keep thinking to myself holy shit we were a hair's breadth away from this windbag turning this into some kind of catastrophic maybe it, it wouldn't i wouldn't go as far to, as to say some kind of civil war but it would the body count would have been way higher it would have become it would have become a far bloodier day it would have gone from some fucking assholes rioting um thinking they were going to seize power to like an actual conflict between probably the National Guard, maybe even the military, and fucking white supremacist militias. That's what it would have become. And it would have, that definitely would have delayed the counting of the electoral votes. Yeah, definitely. If the Capitol um, had become an active war zone. Yeah. And that, that's kind of the, the, reflect, the reflective moment that, that hit me when I was watching this broadcast where I was just like, wow, we were so close to it being totally worse. Hmm. Hmm. If, uh, if it wasn't for <laughs> the, the absolute incompetence of, uh, the commander in chief, Donald Trump at that time, he, he, I, I was listening. I, I really wish I remembered the name, but I was listening to a panelist, I think, on MSNBC or CNN uh, talk about President at President Trump and said he he is a man who literally doesn't know how to lead. He did not know how to be president at all. Everything that he did during his administration was from this perspective of an outsider, a businessman who was trying to use the system for his own gains. The thing is, politics and being in that position, you're in charge of a giant machine. You have to know all the moving parts because hitting a switch here doesn't mean that something doesn't happen over there. I'm paraphrasing at this point. And I think that he was really right because whenever I, whenever I listen to Trump, you know, we all like to make fun of him and say that he's a dumbass and I think to a great extent he is um, not when it comes to being a shithead he's he's a master at that but he is not a very bright person at all and his pride uh, stops him from actually gaining knowledge at any sort of normal rate like he honestly to a certain extent believes all that shit about you know he knows better about healthcare than anybody else or he tells his generals things that they never realized like motherfucker you never served a day in your life you've never i doubt you've ever read a medical book like but i think as as a um as a narcissist he honestly believes this shit 
Um, and I think it's that aspect of him that stopped him from actually succeeding that day. Had it been somebody like DeSantis or, God forbid, um, Bannon, who was even anywhere close to a position like that, uh, things might have been different. I, I the, the thing that surprised me the most was um, how how his most trusted advisors have turned on him like and i'm talking specifically about attorney general william barr mm. and well former attorney general william barr and ivanka trump who were just like yeah i don't know him no I, i'm just kidding <laughs> I, I i mean I, i'm being stupid but um imagine it's just like but, trump i've never heard that name <laughs> yeah. i'm ready to roll on them though like because they they basically were just like yeah um he asked us to uh to find votes that weren't there but I, i'm saying this william barr said this mm -hmm. he more or less said he asked us to find votes that weren't there and uh you know i told him this is this is some bullshit you know <laughs> yeah this is you, the, i i hope you're not going this way and Ivanka Trump was like, yeah, yeah, he did that. So, uh, so. and I was like, wow, that's, uh, you know, I wouldn't expect that from, you know, at two Ivanka, you know, uh, that kind of, that kind of, uh, um, on, rare, rare bit of honesty at the scumbaggery that was afoot. Rare, rare bit of honesty, but also, I mean, keep in mind, she, she stands to, uh, <laughs> She stands to inherit a certain amount of the the Trump uh, quote unquote empire if he's somehow uh, <laughs> out of the picture. Like, you know, she's still looking out for her own interests, her and her husband interests like they could they could easily fill whatever power vacuum uh, Trump's absence would leave. But uh, yeah, I, this guy. He's, I can say, without any sort of hyperbole, I mean, there'll always be somebody who would disagree, but he's one of the worst things to ever happen to this country in recent years. I mean, the, the, when you when you let the, it's an unfortunate phrase, when you let the uh, inmates uh, have power over the asylum, nothing good can come of that. No. I mean, I, I, I think that, I, I mean, I agree with you that, yeah, he's probably the, one of the worst things that ever, well, yeah, he's, he's definitely one of the worst things that's ever happened in this country. Um, but I also think he was an eventuality, like mm. everything that was, that was everything bef uh, pre Trump was just leading up to him you know mm. we have george george w bush and like the founding of the tea party um you know fox news started becoming like ultra mega like powerful to the point where it's just if fox news is the mainstream media mm. you know because so so many americans watch it so many americans watch mm. it um and um, not only do so many Americans watch it, so many of the wealthy elites watch it hmm. and they take notes and they're just like, this is this is great because we can manipulate like Fox News is just an excellent example of how we can manipulate the system to our own nefarious ends. Uh, 
because because that's what it is. It's a propaganda wing, and it's doing its job really, really well. Mm. Uh, even even now, where it's it's basically uh, where it, its politics are so transparently corrupt that it it it's almost laugh. It's almost a parody of itself. Mm-hmm. It still still brings in numbers. You know. Mm. Sorry, I'm I've, I'm yelling. I feel like I'm going into full jank mode, no. like jank user <laughs> mode, and I'm just like, ah. Oh, I, I hope I'm not like one. Of course, you know, I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm not quite there yet, but I'm just like, keep it together, man. Keep it together. But you, you uh, are you are right though, buddy. Like it's it's amazing that it it it's pretty. It's a propaganda channel. There's no two ways about it. The fact that they chose on Thursday to not cover or air without commentary uh, the January 6th committee hearings, Um, even from the way they shot it, like they chose to put a camera in a corner of the room facing whatever audience was in the room as opposed to facing the panel. When they would face the panel, uh, they would have talking heads pretty much talking at the same time uh, from Fox News as uh, whatever was being presented by the committee. And then on the screen that they have um, in the actual uh, uh, forum where the January 6th committee was happening, uh, when they would start airing what was happening on January 6th and it got violent, Fox News would cut away back to that angle where you couldn't see shit. It's just looking at whatever audience is in the room and it was so fucking shameful it's just like they are clearly first of all trying to cover some of their own anchors who were communicating with uh cabinet members saying like oh you know we need to do this we need to do that basically accessories to the crime after the fact um they're basically trying to cover their own asses uh, it's it was fucking it's a propaganda channel. There's no there's no two ways about it. Yeah, because like uh, the, th- the the thing and I feel like everyone makes this complaint about Fox mm. News. So this is not new. It's just like they are the cheerleaders. They were the cheerleaders of January 6th. They are they were just like, yeah, yeah, Suspumbal, you know, fucking, you know, <laughs> rah, rah. We're going to take over the fucking, you know, government mm. and we're going to establish, you know, some kind of. We're going to take back America, whatever the fuck that means, mm. you know, um, you know, make of that what you will it, with regards to, you know, your Tucker Carlson's and your Sean Hannity's and the all of the, the rest of that ilk, you know, um, but they they are very responsible to it. So, of course, they're going to. Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> you caught yourself there. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Just keep it together. Get it together. You're checking out. <laughs> I know I'm checking out, man. <laughs> um, but, you know, they're not going to cover the January 6th committee because it makes them look bad. Mm. It makes them look bad. It, like, they're... They're the... They, this is like, uh, you know, they they started the fight club and now it's moved on to project mayhem and then they're just like whoops you know 
they got in trouble. You know, all their foot soldiers got thrown in jail, and they're just like they smell the heat on them. Mm-hmm. So they're just like, I got to tiptoe around this, you know. Uh, but um, but I the, the the thing that is kind of gnawing at me now because we're we're at, uh, like this morning as of this morning we're recording this on Sunday evening. Uh, but this morning the news was that the Patriot Front was arrested. Oh shit! Right, mm-hmm. the white, well-known white supremacist front. They're they're affiliated with like all those other groups with like the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys and the the Boogaloo Boys and the you know whatever the fuck <laughs> the hippity dippities um, and the uh... yeah the the hippity jibbities <laughs> and the giblet the giblet guys and the <laughs> God these names. And the, uh, the 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 rim job promisers or whatever because they like to. <laughs> there was, you know, the thing that I'm sorry, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna get petty. F- rim job promisers. I'm gonna get a little. We promise you rim jobs, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna get a little petty here for a second. It always cracks me up when these white supremacist groups try to give themselves these lofty ass names of like when. Things like Oath Keepers or some other shit, Constitution uh, Lovers or whatever like that. And it's just like, dude, y'all are just thugs. Y'all are just thugs who who want a white America. Just call yourselves that. Nobody buys this shit of like, you know, oh, we, uh, we've we got fucking a fucking principle here. It's just like. Your principles, white supremacy, just fucking. It's all brand. It's all branding, though. It's all like you know, they they're not gonna get uh, followers if their name is the the white jerks. <laughs> you know, you know they might, they might, <laughs> <laughs> they might, they might. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We're the white jerks. The, you know. <laughs> the thing, the, also another thing that that fucking uh, also gnaws at my fucking innards, right? is the um that the leader of the proud boys is like his name is enrique tario oh right? that fucking guy Puerto, yeah that puerto rican he's puerto rican dude um you know looks like he's a puerto rican guy you look at him he's a puerto rican dude, clearly right? clearly yes clearly and i'm just like what 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 terrible you know damage was brought to you <laughs> That you felt that you needed to affiliate, like, bec- not just affiliate yourself, but become the leader of a group of assholes with known ties to white supremacy. Like, have you, have you, have you drank the Kool Aid that much that you believe that you're one of them? Like, it just, hmm? and, and then like every like it, 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 during January sixth, like there was like. Every so often, like among the sea of beige and eggshell and bone, you know, pasty white faces, it was like one person of color. And I'm like, what are you doing there? Uh, you know, uh, they always they always like to to tout a token uh, so they could be like, see, we got uh, fucking Enrique. We can't be racist. It's just like, shut the fuck up. It's, yeah. it's that guy. I hope. I hope they throw him in under the jail. He is such he's such a piece of shit. Um, and, you know, the, the Proud Boys try to stand on the tenet as though it makes it any better at all that they're about, you know, being uh, outwardly proud male chauvinists. I'm just like, that's what? 
Like that that's something to be proud of. It's so it's it's so backwards that ideology that it it's it to me it falls under the same realm of like realm as flat earthers <laughs> where it's been a while since I've picked on the flat earthers but it's like <laughs> why you know it's it's basically saying i'm so proud i'm so proud i shit my pants and that's how i'm gonna live like it's like really bro like (laughs) come on man like these diapers are where it's at (laughs) i'm not you know it was it's a proven science you people are the weird ones it's like ah just they're Times are changing, my friend. Underwear technology has advanced. <laughs> so toilet, te- the, the, the 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 plumbing system is is you know it is great. It's it's a great thing. Plumbing is a is a thing that everyone should partake in. Really, it's an advancement in humankind. Just you know. You don't. It doesn't have to be this way. You don't have to shit your pants. It doesn't have to be this way. It's just like, well, if God intended for us to shit in toilets, he would have gave us pipes when we were born. You know, it's like. <laughs> it's depressing. Why weren't we born with pipes, huh? <laughs> it's depressing to think how, like, as ridiculous as what I just said is. It's not that far off from the thinking that comes from these kind of people. Uh, God. Uh, we should probably switch over to the, to the robots section. Yes. Um, <laughs> cause I'm, fr- I'm afraid of jenking out any more than I already. <laughs> and I, you know, well, it, it's funny. I, I, you know, I, I love the young Turks. They were, they were definitely like a turning point for me. Uh, in terms of like my being informed politically about where I stand, mm. um, they they arrived at a very pivotal moment for me. So, you know, I love the Young Turks. I don't always agree with them, but I agree with them most of the time. And that's you know what? That's healthy. That's that's yeah. what it yeah, is. That's healthy. You know, it's uh, yeah, that's healthy. It's like I I'm the same. I, I agree with them most of the time. Every once in a while, I disagree with a certain thing. Um, I really appreciate Jank. Sometimes can't listen to him. I just have to. T- yeah, me I have to turn the channel. I'd be like, I, I just can't. It's too much. <laughs> it's like drinking way too much lemonade. Like after, after a while, your teeth get all gritty, and then you're just like, oh, I feel sick. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's great, like on a hot summer's day, sure, but not all the time. Okay, all right. Let's switch over to the robot section. Oh, boy. All right. Okay. Robots. Um. Robots. Robots. Um. I. Oh. Uh. Can I? Can I just say something real quick about uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness? Please. Right. I recently saw Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh. And that movie kicks Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness's ass. Um, what? If there was one movie about the multiverse uh, that is just a work of art and just in it, like, it is something to behold, it is that that movie is worth all of the hype. Damn. I saw, I saw it last night, you know, with my wife, and we were blown away 
So um, well, I know it's streaming now, right? So yes. Okay. All right. I'm gonna have to check it out. Should have seen in yeah. Should have seen it in the theaters, but I was just like, ah, I push it too much with the theater going. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I'm I I like to say that it was fucking phenomenal. Holy shit! Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, this, uh, that's definitely been on my list, so I'm definitely uh, make it a priority to check it out. Uh, just you know, Michelle Yeoh, she's just awesome. So. God, dude, it, if you're a Michelle Yeoh fan, this movie has Michelle Yeoh in space. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. She's so kick-ass, man. I've I've followed her career for so long too. Um, ever since I saw her in Supercop, um, I don't. She did that banana stunt where, like, dude, she does. She this is. I'm pretty sure I discussed this in a previous episode, but she did this. But did you ever watch Supercop? I think I watched that with you. No, no, no. That we watched Police Story one and two. Supercop is Police Story three, huh. and she's in it, and she. Um, she does this stunt, and I don't want to ruin it, but she jumps she jumps uh, off a bridge on a motorcycle onto a moving train, and she did it for real. She did. I think she did it three times, and every time she almost killed herself. <laughs> but uh, uh, but she did it to impress Jackie Chan because Jackie Chan was like known for going balls to the wall, and um, and she did it. She fucking tried three times to fucking uh, to jump onto a, a moving train on a motorcycle and she did it three times and almost killed herself, but she eventually got it, which is fucking awesome. <laughs> but, um, anyway, I, I, I'm just, I'm through. I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm a, a Michelle Yo simp. So she, but, uh, she did in real life what fucking Trinity did in reloaded with, yes. <laughs> with effects help. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And that was Trinity. Like, driving off a moving truck it's driving off a moving truck it's different to drive onto a moving truck you know fucking shit i mean she also dro- drove into oncoming traffic but that was like a stunt woman you yeah know? of course michelle yo did it for real you know old school hong kong action flicks i'm a big fan because those motherfuckers did it for real you know they because there were no laws that's why i mean that's a- <laughs> They're just like, ah, as long as the uh, the film pays its taxes to the city, we're fine, you know. Yeah. We'll let Jackie Chan roller skate underneath a moving t- like, <laughs> truck. <laughs> that still blows me away that they achieved that stunt. Even though it looked like they were like they cranked up the, the, the speed mm-hmm. in order to make it look like, still like one trip and he would have gone under a slow moving truck that would have been a wrap for old chance to <laughs> i guarantee nobody has ever called him <laughs> old chancester oh my god um yeah he just would have been a smear at that point and you know we would have spoken lovingly of the films that he had made and like oh what he could have been uh yeah. you know instead of whoever takes his place in the modern day in rumble in the Bronx, you know, it's just like that probably could have been a Jackie Chan film. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I'll definitely check out that movie. Yeah. 
Oh man. Um, so, do you want to talk about? Uh, do you want to talk about Star Trek, or do you want to talk about um, Obi Wan? Uh, let's talk about Obi Wan because I feel we're both caught up on that. Okay. Yes. Yes, we are. Um, I think that this past episode was the strongest one, and I still feel that this is middle of the road Star Wars. Mm. So I'm I have yet to encounter an episode that has wowed me on the same level as like Mandalorian at its height. Mm. Um, okay, that's a high bar. That's a high bar to set. Yeah. Um I really enjoyed this episode. I'm really enjoying the series. There was a point that got me really angry that made me go, "Really? They chose to fucking do this." It was when Obi-Wan was sneaking Leia out of the Fortress Inquisitorius underneath his coat. Like that was, yeah. I was just like, what kind of Simpson shit is this? This is, it is. You're, you're better than this, Obi-Wan. You're better than this. And everybody was just walking by like, oh, this is normal just to see. And it took fucking Reva to be like, assholes. That's. Yeah. <laughs> Am I the only competent <laughs> asshole on this fucking thing? Oh, man. <laughs> It's just like it, it even like I noticed that the size of that trench coat that he was using, it was over, I'm just like, come on, really? There is no stormtrooper that big, you know, I'm not trying to fat shame anybody, but there's like there's no I've have yet to see a portly stormtrooper like who or, you know, empire empirical officer that uses a trench coat that would be that size. Like, come on. It's ridiculous. It like, just... sometimes, like, that moment, I was just like, ah, oh, Star Wars is so stupid sometimes. Um, <laughs> like, it's it's definitely dipping its toe into, like, the prequel silliness where it's just like, ah, there's always a bigger fish. <laughs> is, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but it was, it, <laughs> it would have actually been slightly less ridiculous if he had just put Leia up on his shoulders and had the coat like around <laughs> her shoulders draped down. I would have killed to have seen, you know, um, Ensign Organa, like, you know, where it's like Leia's tiny head, but it's like Obi-Wan's big ass body. I mean, you know, it, there, are, there are tons of aliens in this fucking galaxy. I feel like they could have gotten away with that. That wouldn't have been as strange as seeing like this guy with, you know, two pairs of feet. One oddly childlike, just sort of like shuffling along this deck of one of the most evil places in the galaxy. Um, True. Yeah. But there are no aliens that look like like we have yet to see an alien that looks like that. <laughs> but um, also, the the Empire is not really known for um, for having aliens in their ranks. They're just mo- they're all humans mm. and, and or human like that's the kind of the unspoken you know truth about the Empire where it's like. Yeah, we got cool outfits and we got cool weaponry, but really, we're a bunch of space racists. True, you know? it's it's either human um, or humanoid uh, yeah. type of. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, there are, there are no like you know um, 
uh, what what are they called? The the aliens with the four throats. Authorians. There are no Authorians in. Um, wow, you're a nerd. Oh my god, you're a fucking yeah, nerd. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> when you said alien with four throats, I'm just like, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the mayor. What I think the mayor of. Uh, of Tatooine, remember yeah. that guy? No, I know the alien yeah, species yeah. you're mm-hmm. talking about. I can picture yeah, right. it because, you know, because right, right. I'm throwing fucking stones, even though, you know, you know, yeah, know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the fact that you No, it's okay. I, I have it coming. I have it coming. You know, I've, I've made fun of you for too long. I've gotten away with it for too long, making fun of you about Star Trek and like how boring it is and blah, blah, blah. You know, if I, you know, start going into nerdy territory with Star Wars, you have every right to be like, you're a fucking nerd, you know. <laughs> Dork! <And> I, you know, <laughs> take it easy, man. You're not Obi-Wan. I'm not Darth Vader. This isn't some kind of, you know, like, put-down contest to hurt my feelings. <laughs> Ah, oh, fucking shit. Um, but uh, I, 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 so I'm tempted to go back there with the with the uh, Vader insults. But anyways, um, yeah, that that was that was really that was really silly. It was like such a just like I'm like, who wrote this? Like, did somebody did did like a writer from like you know the Barney uh show TV purple dinosaur show or Phineas and Ferb put that together <laughs> Phineas and Ferb sorry Phineas what the fuck is wrong with me um, I got to tell you though uh that episode did get uh, prior to that you know the hijinks at the end there um that took a dark fucking turn when Obi-Wan found that fucking uh morgue let's put it it was like they were all encased in amber. I'm like, is this a Jurassic Park for like Jedi? This is so fucking awful. I'm hoping it's like a different form of carbonite where they're like in suspended animation. Because uh, they're all dead, though. They're all dead. Are they? Yeah, I think they're all dead. Are they? Um, yeah, I think that is. It's a tomb. He even said it at one point. I think he was like, this is a tune. Oh, it was that was fucking dark. It was just especially when they focused on the youngling. I was just like, oh, God. You know what it looks like to me? And I hate to say it, but it looks like a trophy room. Oh, that's exactly like that's, that's exactly what it, I mean. In, in the main conference room of the uh, uh, that the Inquisitors sit, sit in um, along the shelf, it's all lined with lightsabers. Oh, I didn't see that. I I didn't even notice. Yeah, that. man. Um, fucking assholes. <laughs> yeah, they're just like wearing the pelts of their enemies. Mm. Um, that's uh, that's, and, and you know, to also to see uh, Riva use the f- the force to take down that bomber mm. that uh, was pretty intense. Like I I and I, I don't. You know the character that she blew up. I'm like, I don't remember who he was. That's not a good sign. He was, but still, <laughs> he made a brief appearance, like at the beginning of the yeah. episode. It's just like, yeah, I'm we're on like, board. We're gonna help. You know. <laughs> yeah, and that—that's the thing. Is like, uh, for a second, I thought it was Ice Cube's son. 
Um, <laughs> what? Because when he showed, Ice Cube's son was in this episode. He was the, he was the main rebel fight, like the the main guy who was just like, I could, we can get you can get in, but it's gonna be really tough to get you out. Oh. Well, yeah. What was his name? Like you know, cr- crushed ice. Uh, well, oh, I don't. <laughs> I, I, I get. <laughs> <laughs> Water tea, you know? <laughs> oh, no, that's that's if he was Ice T's son. Sorry. Um, <laughs> he'd be, uh, yeah, I guess Crushed Ice would be a good one. Yeah. Um, he could be, uh, you know, uh, uh, Shaved Ice. Shaved, shaved ice. ice, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that, that, Now I know who you're talking about. When I, when I was looking at that actor, I was just like, why does he look familiar? This is Ice Cube's yeah. son. Okay, got it. Yeah, it's Ice Cube's son. Yeah, um, he's re- <laughs> that dude is a good actor, man. I saw him in a movie called Ingrid Goes West. He's really great, and he strikes me as kind of a nerd. So when he popped up, I was just like, ah, oh, letting his nerd flag fly. Nice, um, very nice. So, so I was, uh, I, I was happy to see him, but and for a second, I thought he was the one that blew up. I was just like. <gasps> They killed shaved ice, <laughs> you know? <laughs> nah, they just killed, you know, some other background character who, um, yeah. uh, fun fact, he was one day away from retirement, you know, which ah, made it extra tragic. Extra, man. extra tragic. Yeah, Just bought a boat. Yeah. Just bought a space boat, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Space boat? Yeah. Fucking going to sail the seas of Mon Calamari? Exactly. Exactly. Mon Calamari. <laughs> Can you believe that? Like, yeah, Star Wars is so dumb sometimes. <laughs> when, when they go on and on about the genius of George Lucas, I'm just like, okay, hold on. I enjoy this as much as you do, but Mon Calamari. I mean, we're not talking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're not talking fucking Shakespeare. Like, it's not a Dostoevsky novel. Like, this isn't Proust. It's like. Wookies, and then he was just like, "I want half a Wookie, so I'm gonna call him an Ewok, right? <laughs> ah, it writes itself." <laughs> then he farts and like has a pizza. <laughs> he has a slice of pizza. He's like, yeah, <laughs> I make millions, baby. <laughs> I shit gold. <laughs> um, <laughs> anything you say, George. <laughs> <laughs> I want to, yeah, because um, George Lucas is like, he didn't design, like, he didn't design anything. He just came up with the names. He's just like, oh, I want to, I want Han Solo to have a big hairy dog. <laughs> ah, that looks good, you know. I want General Grievous is like, he's a, a stump, like, a, a mustache twirling villain. Ah, that forearms, that's cool. Yeah. I'm like, come on, man. Uh, uh so, but anyways anyways we're 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 delving too deep into the the George Lucas of it all <laughs> um but overall i'm i i really am hoping for another showdown um they are really establishing Darth Vader as a uh, a pretty prominent villain in the series mm. and i'm just i'm looking for i'm looking forward to more what about you 
I'm definitely looking forward to more. However, I'm a little, I'm a little worried that in their, um, in their attempt to milk this for all it's worth, because I believe a second season has been greenlit, whereas originally they had only intended for this to be a limited series of one season of about six episodes, I believe. Um, so I think they're making changes to the last episode uh, in order to you know, lengthen this out into a second season, which I'm hoping doesn't leave us uh, on, like on a big letdown. It's just like, you know, unless they give us a really, really good cliffhanger, but um, I'm definitely enjoying the show. Uh, I'm really hoping, uh, fingers crossed, that they somebody grows some balls and they do a Vader limited series. Because we know how Vader was in the comics, uh, on his Marvel Comics run of the la- of the of recent years, and he is a goddamn beast. And I'd love to see some of yeah. that uh, on screen. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind, I'm, I'm uh, kind of there on you. Uh, I'm kind of there with you, but uh, um, uh, I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm done with the original trilogy. I'm like. Let's move on. Let's. I want to seem like, uh, you know, uh, I want to see a Kylo Ren series, and I know that I'm like probably in the minority of people who want really? to see that. Yeah. Um. I want to see like the future. I want to see the future of Star Wars. I'm so. Uh, like this uh, Star Wars, it key. It, it's it's like a snake eating its own tail to me. I'm just like, all right. We've seen you know. We've seen all this stuff before. I kind of want to see something a little different. And I know that will piss off a lot of people because a lot of people that are just like, what? We want to see Knights of the Old Republic. And I'm just like, I would like to see that too because technically that would be new. You know? Yeah. We haven't seen that before. Um, I would like to see either the early beginnings of the Jedi or way into the future, mm. you know. I don't. I'm. I'm tired of the the Skywalker. I'm so sick of the Skywalkers, man. <laughs> you know, a family has had its day. They ruined the galaxy, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit. We didn't get to talk about the boys. Uh, I guess we'll talk about that next episode. Yeah, yeah. There are definitely still more episodes of the boys, so we can make next episode a boys special. <laughs> Yeah, the boy special. And uh, also, uh, I want to catch up with uh, a few more episodes of um, Star Trek Strange New Worlds because I have become a fan of that show, much to my own surprise. (laughs) Um, And I really think that we should talk about it because I think it's really good. So I'm going to catch up on all the episodes. I know six six are out. I've caught two so far. I'm going to watch the third tonight, um, maybe third and fourth. Um, but uh, I can't wait. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think we should cap it here. What do you think? Yes, yes. All right. <coughs> so from both of us here, I am Puff. And I'm E. And together we are the Robots versus Taxes program. On Radio Free Brooklyn. Right, and while you're out there, you could try keeping it real. But you should try keeping it right. Song of the week. Are you feeling it now, Mr. Krabs? Are you feeling it now, Mr. Krabs? Are you feeling it now, Mr. Krabs?
Are you feeling it?